Welcome everyone to Merrimack College. It is Black Friday edition of Merrimack Warrior Men's Hockey. Warriors get set to take on Holy Cross from the Atlantic Hockey Association. Time for our TSR Hockey warm-up pregame show. We visit with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Scott Borek. And uh, Scott, taking a look back down in Providence Saturday night, 7-5 to loss. Uh, looked like there was a lot of ebb and flow to that game. A lot of fight in the Warriors, I thought. Uh, compete levels to be, uh, seem to be a lot stronger. Uh, what were your thoughts on the effort? No, I agree, uh, John. I thought that our, our guys, we had to fight through a lot of stuff in that game, and uh, as well as playing a very, very good hockey team. And I thought our team did a good job uh, through that and uh, bouncing back a lot from a, you know what we would consider a very disappointing performance on Friday. Um, to come back on Saturday in their building uh, and put it, you know, put the game on the line for really the whole sixty minutes. That was a hockey game, and uh, you know, after going down one nothing and three nothing and five three, uh, I was pleased with the guys fight back. Well, Scott, uh, the end of the first period, Tyler Drevich, uh, a great hustle player, resulted in a second uh, penalty on Providence. You guys wound up having the five-on-three. That set you guys up with a great uh, chance. Uh, how gratifying uh, was it to see that particular play? Uh, it was really good. You know, he made a nice um, effort play to get himself in that position. Then he really, for the second time in as many weekends, uh, took the guy's ice by getting his his uh, hips over the guy's hands and gave him no way to really get the puck back for him. So he played big with the puck, got it all the way to the net, drew a penalty, and obviously we were able to score in the uh, resulting uh, four on three. But, you know, we were very pleased. I think Tyler's doing a nice job right now of being aggressive on uh, both five on five or even strength as well as uh, shorthand situations and you know, giving us another element uh, in the middle of the rink, which is very helpful. Well, Scott, you continue to get uh, fine play from your freshman. Chase Greesock has been hot in particular. He's got three goals in the last four games. Uh, how much of a spark has that been for the rest of the guys? Well, I think that whenever you get depth scoring, and, and Chase won't eventually be depth scoring, he'll be primary scoring. But you know, right now as a freshman, your expectations are not uh, as high as they will be for him as a sophomore, junior relative to scoring. And to have him going like he is right now is a huge positive for our team. Uh, that you know, if he can chip in a, you know a few more goals here before Christmas, he can be well on his way to a 10-goal season as a freshman, and that's that's a good freshman year in this league. Well, uh, Sammy Tavernier, in the end of the second period, Scott, he picked up 12 minutes in penalties. Uh, what, what happened there, and how was it described to you by the officials? You know, I, I think two things. Number one, um, you know, they said Sammy shot the puck after the whistle. Uh, you know, I think that could be debated, um, whether it was after the whistle or at the whistle. Uh, and then uh, their player came over and engaged him, you know, both verbally and physically, um, and they decided to give Sammy 2-10. and ten. Uh, And the 10 was basically for their player's reaction, which I thought was kind of, uh, you know, at least give him a two-minute minor, too. If you're going to give us a penalty because the resulting conflict happened after the shot, then the penalty should go both ways. Um, and, I, you know, I thought that game was mismanaged a bit, um, unfortunately, and that was one of the situations that it was badly mismanaged. Uh, and we ended up losing one of our best players for 12 minutes, and that just can't be, the, can't be that situation. We need to have more discipline and more composure. Um, but in that particular situation, I felt like the officials probably over, overcalled that play. Well, Scott, there was a nice scene at the end of the game. You had a little reunion with the Providence players down there at Schneider Arena. I know you spent some time there. What was that like? That was great. I, I didn't anticipate that as we were. Uh, we still have one game left to play, so I was walking off the ice and didn't uh, was trying to be respectful and not shake their hands until we played them the third time. Uh, but one of the guys stopped, and I think it just kind of happened um, organically from there. And it was really good. It's a good group of kids. Um, we've been through a lot together. You know, they were uh, many of them were. Um, 
knew me really well when when things happened with my family and um, so I think my relationship with them is a little bit more than just a coach player you know they've seen me at the rawest of moments and um, you know it's exciting to have them you know show that respect and, and show that uh, kindness uh, but it really it really it's a hats off to them of who they are. Scott, today we get a look at Holy Cross from Atlantic Hockey. This is a team that has struggled. Uh, they're 1-7-1. and They're struggling a bit to score goals. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Crusaders? You know, it's funny watching them play, and I got the same thing both from UMass's coaching staff and from Providence. Is they, they're one of the hardest games Providence that they played all year. And, and you watch them on video, they play very, very hard. Uh, it's going to be a very difficult game because there's not going to be a lot of space on the ice. Uh, they, they, they intentionally open up with a, a difficult schedule because they're trying to get themselves ready for their team's uh, regular season. Uh, that can backfire on you, and right now for them, it's been a bit of a struggle through that, that stage of their schedule. Uh, but they play very, very hard. Uh, they're not too much different than us, you know. They they um, haven't scored a lot of goals. We haven't scored a lot of goals. Uh, their goaltending has been, I would say, uh, average to good, which has been been our goaltending as well. Um, and so, really tonight, I think you see two very very even teams, both with offensive. Um, you know, I would say both lack offensive confidence. So tonight, if one of us can get on the board quickly, uh, that certainly advantage shifts to that team. Well, Scott, um, in terms of what you're looking for today in terms of focus, uh, is, will the primary focus, do you think, uh, be getting to grade A more? I, I felt in the Providence game that you're kind of limited in that regard, but is, is the focus uh, kind of to get to that grade A area more today? Yeah, we need to play. We need to play a harder offensive game. You know, a lot of times when the puck enters uh, offensively for us in the middle of the rink, uh, I feel like with, we're kind of making hope plays versus real secure plays, and so uh, and that's a lack of confidence. But you know, this is a good opportunity for us out of league to try to build that confidence. You know, get inside the dots with the puck, uh, spend much less time out in the walls with it, uh, and if we can do that, that would be a real addition to our game. I think we've done some things without the puck really well here down in the last uh, two to three weekends. Uh, we haven't done the same things with the puck. So this will be an opportunity for us to see if we can do that and push that confidence in a better place uh, heading back into league play after this weekend. Well, Scott, in terms of what we're looking at today, uh, you've got uh, pretty much offensively pretty much the same lineup as you had uh, Saturday in Providence. You've got uh, uh, but Logan Coombs back in the lineup. He'll play with uh, Ethan DeStefani, and we got some uh, defensive rotational changes, but uh, pretty much uh, you know the same uh, same group of core players here. Yeah, you know, we felt good about the way uh, our group played on Saturday. Um, I think Logan has been a good offensive player at Merrimack in the past and has done that for us this year as well at, at different times. Uh, so he's going to get back in and see if we can get him jump-started. He'd be a nice player to get jump-started. And Ethan DeStefani gets a chance. You know, we just were worried about his pace of play with Providence. Um, and this this is a game I'm really hoping he can gain some confidence in. He's, been, he's had a couple good practices in a row this week. Uh, he's a big ball that we need uh, and if he can start playing big and can get himself over the puck he can be hard to play against well scott before i let you go i uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, international tournament over in ireland it's going on as we speak bu and uconn are over there uh, representing hockey so what are your thoughts on that tournament and do you think merrimack might have a chance to get over there they're one of only a few schools that haven't been over there 
Yeah, I was fortunate enough to go last year with Providence, and actually very early after getting this job, I spoke to Joe Batania about, you know, Merrimack hasn't gone. Uh, teams are starting to go for the second time. Uh, that It would be a real desire for our program to get over there. Uh, one of the things that, you know, it's just a factor is that it, uh, they're trying to sell tickets over there as well. So they need to get teams there that can sell tickets. Um, they, have, they feel they could identify to that fan base. Uh, that might be our challenge, but I, I, I really feel comfortable that we'll get over the next couple of years. Next year's teams are already picked out of Hockey East. Um, I'm hoping the following year we've certainly expressed a strong desire to go the following year. Uh, it's a great tournament. It's a great event uh, for the players and the families. Uh, they'd really do a great job in Belfast, and you know I really enjoyed it. I was dreading it last year going over, and I think our whole team was. By the time we left, we were sorry to leave. They treat you really, really well, and um, you get a lot, real good look into the whole um, conflict that was in Ireland, and, and you see that loud and clear being in Belfast. And I think that's why they have the that's why they call it the Friendship Four. You know, they're trying to you know get that tag taken off of their of their city to help move it forward but um you know it's a great tournament a great building that you play in uh really good fan support uh so i'm hopeful that we get over there and our players get that experience all right scott i uh, want to thank you for your time best of luck today uh no game tomorrow but uh, we'll talk to you down in northeast on friday night great thanks all. i really appreciate it all right he's scott borick the head coach of the merrimack warriors mike and i will be back with the dunkin donuts starting lineup next you're listening to merrimack warrior hockey on the merrimack radio sports network